Hey guys, welcome back to the No Holds Barred Network with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies, Tiffany. And this one I'm really excited for because I know a couple people have been asking for this interview on the network. So I'm so glad. We've got our boy KTB here. What is going on? <laughs> What's going on, Tiffany? How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on here. It's been like a minute. I just saw you a couple weeks ago. I feel like, I know I told you this in person, I feel like I always get a lot of great footage of you. I'm always in the right spot. That's just what it is. Thank you, promoters, for putting me in the great seats. <laughs> I love it. Um, maybe, maybe I'm just a little too photogenic or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I think I'm just in the right spot at the right time with the camera. Um, shout out to all the photographers out there. Like I'm nowhere near as good as they are, but I get a good photo here once in a while. So, um, guys, if you're new here to the network here on the under the rope series here, I interview everything independent wrestling. Uh, so whether it's wrestlers, promoters, referees, behind the scenes, anything independent wrestling, I got you covered. If you guys got questions for KTV, please drop them in the chat. Oh, he'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions and make sure you uh, subscribe like share do all that fun stuff for us let's get some people in here get those questions rolling and uh yeah so i guess uh we're gonna start it off with an easy one here. i love it i see all the signs with the hand movement going on in the chat i mean i had to start it off too uh so let me just give some love in there sal i see you good cop bad cop what's going on um our friend melissa i know i know she's watching so all right, so let, let's start off because I like to start off all of my interviews for the people that are not familiar with you, um, but I'd love to learn more about how you got into professional wrestling. Well, yeah, I mean, just like, I mean, I would assume anybody else where it's a little bit hushed about back in the day, but I mean, obviously it started when I was younger, you know, just watching the, everything on TV and obviously that led to the bedroom and then it led to the backyard and then it led to the real professional ring, uh, ring where I started training uh, at ACPW in 2004. I also had older brothers in the business too, which helped out with training and everything like that. That had to be cool too, like to work. I mean, you just wrestled one of your brothers recently at uh, UWA Elite. I was there for that, which was really, really cool. That was a fun week, a week worth of wrestling, yeah. like just to sit which there. Is, uh, Funny story about that is uh, the last time I wrestled my brother uh, in that building, I, I, I mean, wrestled him was probably in that building when I was 16 years old with my brother, Big Dan, as well, in a three-way match inside that building in South River. Oh, wow. It's so, kind of cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So that would be fun, like, even, like, training yeah. with them, like, going through moves, learning new things with them in the business as well, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I really got the chance to start training them when I was like 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. uh, my brother, uh, oldest brother, he uh, started he started training at JPW when it was back in the bingo hall in Bayonne. And uh, that's where he started training. Then he became the ECPW and just started off with the, the small TV tapings and everything like that. That's so cool. Do you remember like your first like indie that as a fan that you went to go see? Um, one of the ones that really, I can't remember exactly what it was, but, uh, it was, 
I mean, or where, when it was, I'm sorry. Uh, it was definitely an ROH show in Atlantic City. And it was, uh, I remember getting chills when, um, what's his goddamn name? <laughs> I'm blanking on his name right now. But um, he uh, he's come out to Personal Jesus, and his entrance was Personal Jesus. And it was, oh, Austin Aries, I'm sorry. There you go. And uh, he he came out and it was just like, oh shit, this is kind of cool. And uh, I think I want to do this now for good. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's so cool. That's really, really Yeah, it was just a cool, cool moment at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I like to ask this question because clearly I, I know who you are. I've been obviously to numerous, numerous shows. Um, but for a fan uh, that's never seen you wrestle before, in your opinion, what's the go-to match that they should go check out? Um, I've, I mean, it's not really out there, uh, probably for view, but like one of the best matches I probably ever had was, um, had a really good one with, uh, Matt Riddle back when, uh, 2017, when, uh, JP had like the reboot, that was a really, really good match. Um, something you probably see online now. I mean, I thought it was a slept on match and it came out of nowhere too, was, uh, Rich Swan and I from, uh, spring break. I mean, uh, from VX, uh, VXS mm-hmm. in Tampa this past, uh, April, I really enjoyed that match a lot, and I would love to run it back again. Oh man, oh maybe maybe we can have it again. Oh, the endless possibilities of like independent wrestling that that I love. Um, so I was asked to ask you, let's run back to when you were Kyle Smiley before KTB. (laughs) So like, tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, honestly, the gimmick just came from I used to antagonized my older brothers that who got me into the business and I was a big fan I mean not like a huge fan but I remember one thing from WCW growing back up was Norman Smiley and every time I used to mess with my brothers I used to do like the big wiggle and mess with them and do the big wiggle all the time and uh yeah that's how it just came out smiley (laughs) I love it I love it so when was the transition into just KTB um, so the transition to KTB probably started when I was maybe 21 years old, 22. Um, I got out of wrestling for probably about a year and a half, two years. I was like 340 pounds and ended up losing weight. I dropped down to about like 200 pounds, 210. And, um, then I just started stacking on muscle and everything like that. And literally it just came natural where people were like, Whoa, dude, you're a fucking beast. You're a beast now. And, uh, that just stuck Kyle the beast or KTB. I mean, how does that feel? Like, I like actually like, asking this question with a couple of wrestlers. You come out, right? You got the foam ha- things, like the ho- foam hand pieces for you, like at some of the shows. I've seen a lot of people do it, like the cardboard faces going on, but never mind the fact that them just going and doing the hand signal. Like, how cool is that to see when you, like, walk out from your entrance music and, like, see all the fans? Hey. I mean, it's a great feeling, and the best part of it is someone who told me that it wasn't going to be over or would never get over with the crowd, and then seeing, you know, hundreds or whatever come out, so people doing it at the same time when I come out, that's that's a gratifying moment, yeah. Yeah, that's really, really awesome. Uh, so I want to talk about, because, like, Ryan T, we love Ryan T here on the network. Ryan T's been on uh, the Under the Rope series. Uh, he's, he's okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I mean, again, like for as the years that I've watched you and Ryan roughing matches with you, like it's it's amazing. I love you, Ryan. Um, such a good person. And I love and I'm sad that I got I, I miss this match. I mean, there's so much wrestling out there and trying to 
support everybody is so hard um so i'm sorry and i really wish i was at this match but can we talk about this ryan in the ring wrestling you like how awesome is that it's got to be a great moment for him too like tell us all about that i mean um many people may not know it but ryan started out refing really young and i've known him for a very long time probably since i've been 13 or 14 years old and he was refing at the time and would flip back, flop back. He'd actually, he had wrestled for like NWS back in the day. If you know what that is, FWF, ECPW. He's not, and like, he's no stranger to a ring. He definitely knows how to go. And it, it shows in his in-ring work with his refereeing and everything like that. But it, after all those times of him counting pins, it was finally, uh, felt good to get my hands around his neck and uh, rough him up a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we always have this joke and this joke's been going on for years. We're like, Ryan, don't die. Right? We're always telling Ryan, don't die. Don't die. Like, all the spots that he takes, even being as a ref. We go back to all these, like, promotions. I mean, I used to see him back then, like, seven years ago when uh, Jack Sabbath ran, like, ICW. And he was almost, like, dying by, like, Nick Gage. I mean, it still goes on. But even with you, it's, like, the funny thing. You'll have a match against somebody. And it's, like, Ryan's always getting clocked. (laughs) (laughs) It comes to the point where it's like customary now for it to happen for Ryan to get roughed up a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan, but you're right. Like, I love it. I love it. Like, we'll see him like after. We're like, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm a little pain. I'm good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, I mean, we talked a little bit. You brought this up. One of my next question was going to be about like you growing up with two older brothers, you know, wrestling and, you know, getting back into the ring. So we, we, we touched that. So. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on uh, to my next question. I want to talk about Japan. Like, give me everything about Japan. I want to know about the food, the fans, the wrestling selves. I know we had Alex Zane on here. Alex Zane was in Japan while I did one of my interviews with him. So he talked a little bit about it. But I would love your perspective of, like, the GCW crowd and everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, Japan was probably just like he said, uh, amazing. Uh, to, uh, to start off, like one of the greatest stories I have from going to Japan is we went. Uh, I was on a bus heading back or heading out at like 11 p.m. to have a couple of drinks, and um, G Raver had left his phone on the on the train, and the <laughs> oh, bus is, the bus is closed. The bus is closed from 12 a.m. to 4 a.m. And when we went back at 4 a.m. to get his phone, it was in the same exact spot. Oh, wow. So it, it just shows to show how, like, if something's not yours or whatever, you don't touch it. Same thing, like, that. it's the most pristine, clean place I've ever seen in my life. Like, there's not a piece of garbage on the ground anywhere. Wow. Like, not anywhere. Super respectful fans. I mean, another cool moment was literally walking up to a – we were off that day, so me um, and a couple of guys, we went to – uh, the Kurukan Hall, and um, we went to go watch a big, a big Japan show. And as we were walking up, we have uh, people running out with like big uh, white boards and markers to like me and Tony Devin, like screaming, like, "Oh my God, KTV, Tony Devin, like sign everything that we got." And that was like a real cool moment, uh, especially after like rocking the house for three days straight. And um, and that. Wow, how was the food? Was it, like a massive like adjustment from what we get here. Um, I mean, not really. Uh, you can get almost whatever you want there. The fast food is definitely smaller in size. You could obviously imagine that. Mm-hmm. And um, you can get, literally get anything. Like I was able to get Chinese food and 
But like I lived at 7-Eleven. Uh, Sakatori is one of the things like you can go live on out there, which is like chicken or meat on a mm-hmm. stick, mm-hmm. and you that all day at 7-Eleven. And literally, they have everything you could eat at 7-Eleven, like right at your hands. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. Mean, I, I, obviously, you have like your uh, places where you go grill your own meat, like hibachi kind of mm-hmm. food, and um, Ribera Steak, Mr. Danger Steakhouse was a really, really good. And I, I mean, I don't want to say it, but it's definitely better than Ribera's. Oh, wow. uh, but, uh, but there's a lot more history, I guess, at the Ribera Steakhouse. Yeah, food was uh, awesome. No, that's 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 awesome. It's it's always interesting. Like when I watch like some of my friends, if they go to like the New Japan shows and things that uh, you know, that they post, and like one of the other things that I notice is like the shopping. Uh, did you find oh, like yeah. cool stuff like video games or like I had a friend that went went to the person who created Kenny Omega's gear, which was cool for okay. her. Uh, did you do anything like that? I mean, I'm not quite the gamer, but I did go like to uh they have these like i forget what they call the uh don quixotes which is like a big like stacked up like super mall and, and each floor has like something different on it like one floor had like produce and vegetables one floor had like clothing one floor had like candy one floor had like games and it was just like, a huge ass mall and you can get literally it was like it was like an ikea but like crammed into like a one little tiny spot of this like a but like a lot better things than ikea oh wow <laughs> like <laughs> Like green, tea, like green tea Kit Kats and stuff like that. See, That's great. he had to bring up the Kit Kats. I love Kit Kats, but like, why they gotta mess with the Kit Kats? Like, do, if it's not broken, like, don't if you, fix. If you, if you, if you... If you have never had a green tea Kit Kat, I'm gonna say do yourself a favor and find one. <laughs> oh no, I get like so upset when I start seeing like new flavors of Kit Kats. I'm like, stop! Like, just give me my regular Kit Kat. I don't need anything special. But now since you said that, like, I'm gonna have to like, and I'm gonna have to like film it and like post it out, out there for your, you guys but try and find it, try and find it. <laughs> i feel like also another thing and i could see like i feel like it would be really funny though like that when they they have the pedicures with the fish that like come <laughs> was that i going- did see that i did see that but i didn't get a chance i didn't do that my toes should never be going <laughs> near somebody's hands ever in their life like I just be honest there, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I think the chance to go like um, to owl like an owl uh, house like not a house it was just called like an owl place and you just go inside and you pay a certain amount of money and you just sit there and you like hold the owls and you can feed them and mm-hmm. shit like that. <laughs> that was kind of that, cool. That's really that's really cool. But like the wrestling itself, like how was that? Like you talked a little bit about like how the fans are, but like being in that crowd and like even like GCW, like how different was that experience for you compared to being in the states um uh i would just say like uh i mean the fans in general are just more appreciative like when something big happens it's uh it's not it's like it's a it's a big pop or like when something bad happens it's not like you fucked up or anything like that Uh. so it's a lot a lot different where like it's more it's i mean obviously it's an art form here but it's something where like they definitely know what people are going through and what they're doing in their matches and they're aware that mistakes happen and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So Oh, that's pretty cool though. Pretty cool. Yeah, we're rude here, like the New York, the New I Jersey. Mean, I didn't I didn't want to say like we're privileged wrestling fans or whatever, or like <laughs> we we or whatever or something like that, but I'll say yeah, it. A lot more a lot more appreciative yeah. than uh fans in the US. Hey, I'll say it. I'm a New Yorker. I don't care. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm not throwing bottles at people, like unlike some people, but you know, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, so another thing, uh, like here on the No Holds Bar Network, we run um, an all elite podcast, and me and Kyle we review everything uh, AEW, which is great. So I want to talk about this because it's really a cool experience for me, who goes to a lot of the indies. Uh, I do a lot of backstage stuff. I do a lot of interviews, so it's really cool for me to sit and watch. Uh, whether it's on dark elevation or dynamite itself. I mean, we've had a whole bunch of people. I mean, we just saw Anthony green last night on, on uh, dynamite. So, but you were on dark. So can we talk about your experience with that? Yeah, absolutely. So tell us, tell us a little uh, bit about, I know like a lot of uh, wrestlers that have been on dark had said like the locker room was great over there. Yeah. But like, walk I mean, us through uh, it. The first time I went was probably my favorite time. Um, what I think it was like October of 2019 or 2020, I'm sorry. And uh, I had a chance to wrestle uh, Jungle Boy, which was great. And um, he was like uh, super appreciative because we had a couple matches and one of them being at um, in uh, that uh, House of Independence in Asbury. And uh, it was it was a banger. It was a really good match, and I felt like he was uh, passing it forward to me when I had a chance to come there and wrestle him. So it was like, basically, do whatever you want. This is your chance to get over. This is what you want to do. And I couldn't have asked for a uh, better um, agent as well because I had Jerry Lynn as my agent, and he was like really super duper cool about everything, which was awesome. That's that's so awesome. So I'm sure, obviously, if you got called back, you definitely like go back and do it again right yeah i mean i fortunately had the chance to go back again in uh november of 2020 and um i did uh two matches i believe one was with sean spears and another was with um the gun club and i wrestled a six-man tag with uh cesar bononi and uh seth gurgis in a six-man tag and that was a lot of fun as well working with somebody like billy gunn and his son who at the time colton's fourth match so that was really really cool oh man that's so cool and like oh it, it just like again it's so cool but it's got to be cool for you guys too like when you start seeing people that you work with go over there i mean like it's like i said it's so neat for me to watch people i've interviewed or people that i follow in the indies but it's got to be cool for you to also even people that have been signed that you've worked with um to see them how is how is tony khan like did you meet him like how is how is that yeah i mean tony khan i definitely met him he's really really cool he's very in-depth and hands-on with his uh his talent and employees uh, he literally watches everything, which is awesome, too. And he gives feedback literally when you're walking through the curtain, which is awesome. Really, really cool. I love it. I, you know, you hear so much stuff that at least, like, he loves wrestling. He's so into it. He gets into it. I love that he'll, like, dress at some of the wrestler. It's just such, yeah. a, such a great, great uh, company to work at. Um, well, you know what? I was, I'm going to go first. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So again, like I said, you never know who's gonna like pop up and stuff like that. So obviously, I got to share on uh, on this uh, this stream, and it's our friend Matt Vertigo, and he tagged it KT Bozo. Uh, but actually, let me let me go back because he had a fan tweet for you. He goes, "When are you gonna stop being a bozo and challenge me for the territorial title, ya bozo ass beast?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
anytime, anywhere. I'm I'm no stranger of getting into the ring with him. I mean, he's a little baby now and likes to run and trip, 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 or whatever, and that's all cool. But uh, I'm still going to hit him in the face if I get the chance to step in the ring with him. So that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's so great. I loved um your match and i was like actually like another question that i was gonna go into with the uwa elite uh to see you him and brendan kirk like oh my god but like me melissa sitting back there and like the chair spot and that you stepped on the chair and Werner goes like get off me you bozo and me and melissa definitely lost it and it seems to be a running joke now that's going on and on and on but uh so it's just, it's just really nuts. But I to follow up with that, are we, are we, we're going to see you get an NFW also, and you wrestled yeah. Matt Vertigo as well with Smiley. I mean, and you won match, and then you said, "Who's the bozo now?" <laughs> yeah, he just talks too much. He talks way too much. He just needs this nice slap across her face. That's all he needs. <laughs> It's always a good time. There's so many promotions out there that are so much fun and, and you can have fun. If you guys haven't checked out UWA Lee, def- definitely check that out. NFW is another one, which you're actually going to be at coming up. It's it's just crazy. Charles Mason and you. Like how yeah. he's progressed a lot. So yeah. how do you prepare for that? You know, are you ready for this? Is it not even a concern in your mind? I mean, I get ready the same way every time for any fight, and it's literally go balls to the wall and literally kicking doors or kicking faces, however you want to say it. And um, nothing, I mean, nothing will change because I I feel like uh, not only will I pretty much make easy work of Charles Mason, I feel like it almost might be a night off, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. Okay, okay. That's coming on the 16th, and I think it's going to be free on youtube not sure if it's going to the one of the other iwc for fight i think that's in the works or something but usually on youtube so check that out october 16 we'll get to that later um so do you prefer playing a heel or do you prefer playing a face uh to be honest i love being a heel yeah i love it uh yeah i mean especially to ryan it was so goddamn easy i he's just like everyone wants to like him and I just want to hate him. You know what I mean? So that was, that was, I had a lot of fun doing the heel stuff at the UWA elite and I will continue to do that because uh, I feel like I'm really enjoying myself wrestling there and everything like that right now. That's so cool. Oh, Vertigo's in the chat. He goes, KT Bozo, I see you. <laughs> He's a clown. He's a clown. Damn. Damn. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, we need to have this, title going on here we need to see it like we're gonna anywhere happen it can happen anywhere giveaway ecwa sow wherever want to happen it could happen all right let's book this match guys make it happen so i feel like vertigo would put the belt on the line no matter where it is right i'm pretty sure that'd be going on so so is so you love playing a heel but is it easier do you feel that it's easier for you to play a heel up against a face uh i wouldn't say it's easier i say it's the same exact job i mean it's easy to make someone hate you if you use cheeky everything like that but it's it's hard to really make somebody hate you for like who you are being in that ring and just saying instead of just saying oh you suck or something like that yeah okay 
Um, so another fun thing that you've been doing, you've also been tagging with Iron Beast, which is which is nuts because I think at first a lot of us were kind of confused. We we're like, uh, Shane. yeah, like we're like, hmm, like this is interesting. I then I feel like it's the tag team we need, right? Like, so do you prefer being yeah. solo? Like, do you like being the tag I team? Mean, like, I've... yeah, God. I mean. Shane, Shane and I have the same mentality where when we go into ring, we want to toss a body and see how far it goes or hit something as hard as it can and see how fast it falls. So, I mean, I, I, that's why I love tagging with him. And uh, it's literally insane. Like, we just literally will, like, stare at each other from, like, across the locker room and just start giggling and be like, hey, you want to do this? <laughs> you want to do that? Laugh about tossing bodies all over the place, which is sweet. <laughs> and you guys get some air with it too, because I know, like, I've captured like that footage of like, oh man, his back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that's all back in. Um, me and Shane did uh, evolve back in 2018, and we did a tag there, and we just clicked like right away. And then the next night, we did the same exact tag. Not the same exact match, but another tag match against workhorsemen of J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry. And, uh, yeah, after that point, uh, we didn't get a chance to tag. And then back at 2020, uh, I think uh, one of the shows in AC, um, me and Shane were both wrestling singles matches, once, once, one against Myron Reed and one against Jordan Oliver. And I went to uh, Brett Lauderdale and I said, hey, man, like me and Shane used to tag back in the day, like, Maybe we could do this again and bring back the tag team division to GCW because mm -hmm. it's been a long time since I've ever seen it. Uh, well, now it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, we just had, just destroyed each other, killed and had a great match, and it was awesome, and Iron Beast performed again. Yeah. So if if you guys, like, going to tag together, like, is there a match that you would love to have against? Um, we had a match against the end of... Otison and um, yeah, I forget, I forget the other guy's name, but uh, we get. I would love to do that match again with the end. Uh, I I would love to get the match with uh, the besties, who is like a Midwest tag team. They're a really great tag team, mm -hmm. and uh, someone around here, the rep, is something that was yeah. supposed to happen recently, and it didn't get a chance to happen. I was really disappointed about it, and I definitely would like to see that happen. Oh, I would love that. I feel like the rep is like all over the place. I feel like there's another tag team that should be signed. I need to get them on the Under the Rope series for you guys on here because they're so they're so good. Excuse me. Yeah, the rep are a really good tag team, and I think it's left on a lot, which is not good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I got to make that happen because they're 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 so good. I see them like all over the place, but you know, it's funny we have all this new talent coming up right we have all these young hungry kids it's unbelievable because it's like i'm seeing more and more of like 16 17 year olds 18 year olds in the industry like showing the hell out or i like to call it wild it out um has there been anybody that's kind of caught your eye that you would love to work right now um uh, nothing that's like coming to my head in, in, like immediately. Mm -hmm. um, if I had to think, uh, think for a little bit, uh, I, I haven't got a chance to work Starboy Charlie, which would be a nice match, and I would really love to enjoy to do that with another young guy coming up. And uh, yeah, that's all I think to think about right now is probably Starboy Charlie. Oh, a good I match out of him. That's awesome. 
I would love to see you and Ryan Redfield from H2O go at it. I right. feel like you guys could have a good match. Definitely. Right. Yep. Definitely. Uh, Vertigo says, I got to admit, Iron Beast is a super sick tag team. Love the team. They have no ceiling. They can't explode through. <laughs> too, too crazy. Is it true? Yeah, definitely. Uh, let, let me grab some uh, fan tweets here. So we have a fan tweet from Good Cop, Bad Cop. He goes, with Kyle the Beast being an anagram of tables, the key, what piece of equipment is key for you if you have a street fight? Can you say that one more time? Yeah, he likes to throw everybody off with, uh, just so you know, he does it to everybody. Okay, so he said, with Kyle the Beast being an anagram of tables, the key, what piece of equipment is key for you if you have a street fight? I mean, I'm a big fan of a garbage can, just an aluminum garbage can, or a sledgehammer. Are you talking about like wrestling fights, street fights, right? Or I think he just means fight? an actual street fight. <laughs> um, I mean, an actual street fight, anything that's near a rock, but if not, I'm just using my fist. Or like... <laughs> You're a hot mess, good cop, bad cop. Or, or distraction, or some sort of distraction to throw somebody off and come around the other way with the left hook or something. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> um, his other tw- uh, his other question was, as uh, as my six year old used to love seeing KTV on TV at a wrestling organization we don't talk about anymore. Even quite a scary, intimidating character. Do you find kids warm to you, or are they mostly scared of you? Um, I get that. Uh, I don't know if I like this guy for a second and I'm very scared of him. And then once I, I guess I warm them up to me or introduce myself or whatever, they seem to be like liking me or, and everything like that. I mean, everybody's usually mostly frightened of me at first, which I guess I come off as a very, uh, intimidating guy, but, um, yeah, they, they're, they have to just warm up to me and then it's sort of kind of fun with them, I guess. Okay. Um, he was actually okay. So I was wrong. He said he meant at a wrestling event. What is your key? You know, uh, oh, weapon. Yeah. Either a sledgehammer or a uh, garbage can for sure. There you go. I mean, a door. A door is just everyone's. You know, everyone yeah. can use a door. Yeah, definitely. Melissa said Azalea's not scared. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so since we're talking about like street fights and things like that, um, so obviously you've accomplished a lot of different matches. You've wrestled a lot of different people. Um, so is there a type of match that hasn't happened for you that you would love to cross off on your bucket list? Um, I definitely, I mean, I've had a chance to work uh, Rhino, which was definitely a bucket list match. Mm-hmm. I would like that for that to happen again. But definitely a, a real bucket list match would be evil from New Japan. I really want that match for oh. sure. Oh, man. And is there any other type? That's, of... hmm? that's reached, but I mean, that's definitely a match that I want. Yeah. Is there like a, like a type of match, like kind of like, <clears throat> like we're saying, like ladder match, oh. death match? Is there anything else that you'd love to come? One of my favorite matches of all time is the over the top rope challenge, which is just a one on one battle royal or. Royal Rumble, and that that's my favorite match of all time. Oh, man. And it never really ever happens. Oh. So would you like to, like, have a match like that, or is there something else? Oh, no, that that's that's the match I would definitely have. There's weapons involved. Great. <laughs> That'd make it even. But, I mean, 
definitely over the top rope challenge is my favorite match of all time. Okay, okay, sounds good, sounds good. Um, so you clearly you travel a lot, you go to a lot of places, you've been to different states, countries, all that fun stuff. I'm sure you have an amazing road trip story for us. Mm. Um, I just had one recently. I could tell it was kind of funny, and I'll leave names out of it just so it doesn't sound as bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did a show recently in North Carolina, and um, as I was coming back, we got something called uh, Cookout, which is very popular out there. And it's like, it's basically like a fried food bonanza. You just get to the drive through, it's like $8 with a shake and a burger and fries or whatever. And uh, on the way back from home, one of, one one of the people in the car had to go to the bathroom and uh, there was no bathroom in sight. So I had to pull over on the side of the road and let him go in the woods. <laughs> oh, God. And then, and then as I kept driving again, he said to me, Hey man, um, I'm going to need you to pull over again. And I said, Hey man, you only have two socks. So make sure you be careful for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so we continued driving, and I'm about maybe five, seven minutes home from now. And he says to me, hey, man, how far are you away from home right now? And I said, probably five to seven minutes. He goes, well, that's too long. I need you to pull over on the side of the road again. <laughs> and yeah, that was probably a really good funny story that I had chuckled about and really enjoyed in a while I was on the road was that. And uh, I will leave the name out of it. But if you know, you know. <laughs> Ryan, why are you going to be like, no, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to bust the little chops. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about the pandemic. Pandemic was hard for all of us. And uh, luckily, we still did. We still got a lot of wrestling. Um, you know, so thank you guys for even like, even if the fans weren't there and we got to see some of you guys actually like wrestle on a bunch of the apps, which was which was great. So like, how is that experience also for you? Um, you know, working even like no fans. I mean, it's definitely a hard experience when you have to, you know, when you feel like the shine or something where someone's going to have your back and there's no one behind your back and no one's cheering you on. But like in your head, you know, I mean, they're definitely watching at home and everything. So, I mean, it definitely was hard, but it's still at the other end of the day, it's, it's what you need to do and it's your job, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. So with, with the pandemic going on, did you, did you pick up any new hobbies during it? Um, I didn't pick up any new hobbies, but I definitely continued on with a hobby that I have already and just not like went all in, but played it or did a lot. And uh, I play a lot of disc golf and I love playing disc golf. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. So fun, fun. Uh, let's see. So, um, instead of like actually like in in long term like goals wise, let's go with like the next year that you have coming up. Like, is there any goals that you would like to hit? I mean, definitely I'd like to get the chance to go back to AEW, whether it be Dark or Elevation, Dynamite, like you said. Mm -hmm. And um, also, would like to get out more on the West Coast or anything like that. I'm getting it slowly getting the chance to do that and heading to california at the end of october so that's good awesome but yeah definitely i mean contract would definitely be a good thing to see whether it be aw impact or anything like that but 
you know, just hoping for the best and just going to keep grinding. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have any pre-match rituals? Uh, yeah, usually it's going, usually it's like screaming really loud to pump myself <laughs> up and usually the first one sets people off. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's one of them. And I, I pace a lot. Like a lion in a cage, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. I'd be scared. I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> that would be me. I'd probably, like, jump. Like, what's going on? Um, another fun question that I like to ask some people is, besides your gear, what will we find in your uh, gear bag? Besides my gear, what would you find in my gear bag? Oh, man. Anything fun? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like really too fun, honestly. Kind of pretty plain and simple. Maybe the worst thing you probably find in my bag, or the funniest thing, is like an old pair of socks I left in there from last time, and they just smell <laughs> absolutely awful. <laughs> oh man, I can't. Uh, oh, there's a tweet going on saying, uh, "Wait, where did where did it go? I just saw that he plays disc golf. They got all excited. So <laughs> this is the highlight for me." <laughs> they said you guys are you guys are hilarious actually it's funny uh what do uh sal said jersey kid versus beast versus eric corvis what about it oh fwf oh. 11 9 2013 oh man you went really back sal like <laughs> yeah that, that was a good match i, I clearly remember that match too because after we were first on the show and uh we i mean like any person on any show you would try to you know and entertain the fans and everything like that and uh we definitely just had a banger from the start mm -hmm. and i remember coming back and um forgot his goddamn name and robert the guy nikki i mean um rob echo is used to wrestle but i forget his goddamn name in the nxt right now he manages the women and i'm blanking on robert stone the Robert Stone. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't follow like that WWE stuff anymore. So I'm like bad. Somebody in the chat will probably drop it. When we came back to the entrance, she just looks at us and goes, "We need to do everything out there, asshole." And <laughs> we just like chuckled and walked to the side. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sal said it was the best match that he ever saw. Oh man. Well, you know what? Let's let's go with that. So Jukaiga like said that Sal like what has been your best moment thus far. What's that? What has been your best moment thus far in the ring? In the ring? Mm -hmm. um, probably. I mean, I've had the chance to, I mean, as a while ago, I had the chance to be the first ever game changer, which was kind of cool at the moment. I mean, I didn't realize what game changer would unfold to after the fact. And um, definitely another one was winning the Jersey J Cup Tag Team Tournament with uh, Steve Moxamac. Those are pretty cool moments. And especially, like, I had – it was a local show, and there was a bunch of people I knew actually wanted to come and support, which usually doesn't happen that often. And, um, yeah, it was cool to see everyone really – enjoying themselves and really supporting me that was a cool moment that's that, that's so awesome um so i was asked on uh the side on on facebook uh so you know we're gonna we're gonna run back actually let me bring this up here okay these are some of the if you guys are watching this live on video you're gonna see all the up and coming uh shows which we'll get into a little bit later but let's talk about it again let's go back to charles mason and you uh so 
I don't know if you're aware, but uh, we kind of got, and April's in the chat, actually. Uh, we started a whole thing that we call uh, <laughs> Charles Mason Muff Cabbage. Um, and we have a little cabbage stuffed animal doll uh, that we call him Muffy. Um, so it kind of pisses off Mason. So would you, and this is the question that was asked to me to ask you on the side, is would, if we gave you Muffy, would you throw it at Charles Mason for us? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. If it gets mad, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it gets mad over something as stupid like that, he's stupid too. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, a ca- I mean, he probably smells like a cabbage too. So. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm done. <laughs> like, that, that's all, folks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's our that's our joke. So we got the bozo with, with Matt Vertigo. We got the cabbage with, with, with Charles Mason. Uh, that's it. Yep, they're dead. Uh, so, um, so I have two final questions for you. And if you guys have any other questions for KTB, please feel free, drop them in the chat that we'll go through uh, again, like everything that's coming up for him. Um, so what's some things you like to do when you're not in the squared circle? Um, one of the things I really like to do besides disc golf and everything like that, I really, um, especially during the summertime, I like to go crabbing or fishing. I do it a lot. Um, I do it with a bunch of friends or my brother or anything like that. And I really enjoy that because especially because it's like a little mini deadliest catch and it's like cool moment for like Normandy again or something like that. That's fun. That's fun. Do you go like even like the winter time too or? Uh, Latest I'll probably go crabbing or fishing is probably the end of October. And then the earliest probably like beginning of March or April or something like that. But it's a cool going out with like a bunch of friends and catching like 60 or 70 crabs and just feasting on them. Oh man, there you go. That sounds, that sounds like pan. Fun, oh, <laughs> fun, yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So my final question, again, if you guys have any questions, drop them in the chat. My final question is, um, I like asking this to everybody uh, that comes on this podcast because we have a lot of fans that want to get into wrestling or started training. Uh, so for those inspired and amateur wrestlers out there what's the piece of advice that you would give them i mean probably the only thing i could not the only thing i could tell people but i would just say just get out there um get yourself out there don't do it for free (laughs) and uh literally just get out there anywhere and everywhere and if you can get somewhere uh to wrestle in front of people and give yourself a chance to shine and show somebody something don't be afraid to take the gamble or the risk, especially uh, at a young age. You know what I mean? Because if you don't start young, you just don't get started at all. So yeah, just literally get yourself out there and believe in yourself. Mainly, believe in yourself too. Okay, that's great. If you if you if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will, in my opinion. So that's that's great great advice. Um, good cop, bad cop wants to know in the chat: What brand of disc does KTV throw, and are there any other wrestlers who disc golf too? Um, I haven't met another wrestler really yet who disc golfs, but I do, I have played with a couple of fans that I've seen at GCW shows and everything like that. And the most, I throw mostly dynamic and West side, if you know what that is. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> he clearly knows. He's all excited that you were talking about yeah, this. <laughs> I, have, I, have two, I have two discs in my bag. One of them is called a Justice. It's by Dynamic Disc, mm-hmm. and it has a Macho Man print on it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then I have another dy- dynamic disc. It's called the uh, the felon, and it has a mankind print on it. Oh, that's neat. So I definitely, and I definitely represent wrestling when I play. <laughs> that's cool. Well, I see you, David. Hi, how are you? He says hello to you as well. It's so awesome. That's that's really really Oops. cool. Again, if you guys got any last minute questions, drop them in the chat for us. So, but let's uh, let's again let's talk about what you got coming up. So busy, busy, busy. Everybody's busy. I feel like. October's the really crazy, crazy month. So let's uh, tell everybody what they got, uh, what you got coming up. Yeah, so uh, coming up first would probably be uh, UWA Elite. That'll be uh, October 9th for New Jersey. And um, it's Brawl for It All, which is one of my favorite events because it falls under the terms of the over the top rope challenge kind of match. Battle Royal, Royal Rumble is my favorite match of all time. And uh, I really enjoy the Brawl for It All. It's one of my favorite events, like I just said, and I really thoroughly enjoy it. And um, I think coming this up, uh, coming up this month, uh, I've been on such a roll uh, at UWA Elite that I might honestly just enter myself at number one because I'm literally down to take 30, uh, 29 other people on, and I don't care because I am KTB and I do what I want. <laughs> Damn, I love it. I love it. I know Melissa's going down, uh, going down there to see ya. Uh, so then oh. you, we have uh, we talked about NFW with you and Charles Mason, which we're so excited about. So and I know uh, April's all excited now too because you said that you're gonna throw Muffy at him. So uh, Billy Starks was supposed to do it, she didn't do it. So now it's your job. You gotta you gotta hit him with Muffy. <laughs> you give it to me. I'll give it to him. Oh, I'm gonna hey. give it to you. <laughs> If he tears them up, oh, well, like, it'll be well worth it. Like, <laughs> it'll be well worth it. So we're going to scream. If you guys are going to that show, scream Muff Cabbage at him. So we're, we're going to start that whole shit just to piss him off. So and then we have uh, Halloween, your Halloween uh, hootenin, right? Like hootenie? Is that what, yeah, it's small over here. Uh, the Halloween hootenanny. <laughs> which I guess means it's a great time, and it does sound like a good time. Um That'll be in uh, California, Red Bank area. And uh, I don't have a match uh, lined up for it yet, but I guarantee you it will be a hoot and nanny. And uh, I will probably rip someone's face off and wear it as my face for Halloween. Ooh. So oh. that will be a good time. Damn. Cool. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's really, really neat. It's a lot of stuff to look forward to. And a lot of these things you could see on the IWTV app. A lot of them are on YouTube or Fight. So definitely check it out. So. With that being said, tell everybody where they can find you on the socials if they want to follow you and follow uh, where you're going to be wrestling at and all that fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KTB underscore malls. That's M-A-U-L-S. Um, yeah, be sure to like tag me in anything you want to do. I mean, want to hear or want to see out of me and I will fulfill. So, oh. Especially matches. Send some, send some dream matches out, people. Let's go. Ooh, there you go. Let let us know. Let us know in the chat and like let us let if you're listening to this later, leave some comments below for that as well. Uh, good cop, bad cop says Tiffany's new podcast, Into the Chains, interviewing wrestlers who play disc golf. <laughs> wow. I guess That's I'm gonna be doing that obvious. at NFW because I'll be backstage over there. So we'll, maybe maybe we'll incorporate that as a skit. Uh, there is. There's a really good course near that Williamstown building, too. See? See? <laughs> uh, please tell me KTV's online store is called KTV Malls. 
<laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but that would that's something to look into. And uh, I'll write that down. It shouldn't be too hard for me to remember. <laughs> too, so. There you go. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, did you have merch? Like, how do people buy uh, merch? I mean, the best way to get merch out of me now is definitely just at a, at a local show or a show you see me at. Um, I usually always have merch with me, 8x10s, T-shirts. I do have some new reprints coming out soon with the uh, Mole Him T-shirts, which are pretty sweet. So be on the lookout for that. Awesome, awesome. And I'm sure for people that don't come, I'm sure they can DM you as well uh, for merch. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so. Don't be afraid to message me on um Twitter or anything like that, Instagram, private message me, and I'll definitely get something to you and arrange that. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thank you, KTV, for hanging out with me and us getting to know you a little bit better. Uh, so we'll definitely, like, maybe we'll do, like I said, like that he brought up the disc golf. Maybe we'll talk, maybe we'll do a little skit at NFW at a backstage over there. <laughs> maybe we could do a little training course to the fans out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It'll be a good time. It'll be good. a good time. But again, thank you again for uh, coming and chatting with us here on the No Holds Barred Network. It was a pleasure. Um, and I can't wait to see you soon and uh, all that fun stuff. So, guys, thank you again so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions, all that fun stuff. Make sure you like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Make sure you scream off cabbage. Charles Mason, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting all the shit. Do, do that when you see, when you see KTV. Go give him some love, some highs, and all that stuff when you see him at a show. So, anyway, guys, uh, that's going to wrap it up again. So, you guys stay safe, support independent wrestling, and we will talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. Yeah.